Blog Talk Radio.
Well, see, I'm out here serving this prison age, you know. That old folks say, got a charge, I got a charge to keep and a God to glorify. Did you hear Miss D? I hear you now. I hear you now. Oh, I don't know what be going on. I can't. But did you hear what um, she said? You you you, you said a uh, charge to keep and and then you start singing. Hey Charles, you know Hey Charles song. <laughs> hey Charles, yeah. That's how we just how we like. Look, and look, you know, get the rumple in the throat. We know no more words. All we, all we knew was. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Then you hear one of the deacons say, "Oh, one of the deacons will say, oh yes, sir.' Our Father gave us so to say, city for the sky." Yeah, you know, you know, we, we didn't know what we were saying. We, you know, even my though they mama, say a few mama. of the words before the song kick in, and you try to follow well, a see, few that's... words, but after that, it kind of get a little wild. Mm-hmm. See, that that, that was really the 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 uh, that's how it's supposed to go. <clears throat> For some of y'all that that they educated in this area, they call line hymns, and you're supposed to. That ain't how we're supposed to go. Words, really supposed to like you're supposed to be able to understand the song though, and it ain't any words. That's what well, they made that, up. That's what it's supposed to be. You supposed to they 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 say the words and then you moan them, uh, and then you know. But my mama translated the best. She called it the, the vowel song. She said, the vowel. Yeah, the vowel song. Oh, the vowel. I owe you, <laughs> and sometimes why? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Lord, help me. Well, oh, we're going to cry. We gonna have to pray. We got to pray. Because see, Mrs. B also most stuff and event. Y'all both on some most stuff today. So since uh, uh, Mr. D, you, you got all these answers, why don't you bring us into just a short prayer so we can come into the, uh, the realm of the Lord, we thank, you for another, we thank you for another opportunity to minister to your people over the airwaves. And like we said before, we we. We don't take it lightly because we do have a charge to keep and a God, which is you to glorify. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. I thought today we would talk a little bit about, you know, faith. You know, I know we talked about faith a few weeks back, but we're not getting it, people. We're just not getting it. Uh, There's a lot going on in the world right now, and it's going to get worse. I don't care what nobody told you or what your pastor said, everything finna change and you finna get the lottery and all that kind of stuff. I don't care what he said. It ain't going to get a lot better. This is a gentleman I saw. He had a T-shirt on that was very profound. He said, somebody's going to hit the lottery. It's just not going to be you. I said, mm. <laughs> How you know that's judging? Now, you just, you're messing up the, the you know the atmosphere with, with negativity. That's what he said. <laughs> he just going to throw out that. It ain't going to be you. And you and that person say, Well, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I'm gonna win the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> the devil is a lie. That's what I do. That, that what I do. The devil is a lie. I'm gonna win. I'm, I take my chickens out there. Look. Uh-uh. Look. Uh-uh. So look, I did have a nerve to go in on it. Say, look, I'm naming and claiming this powerball. <laughs> oh mama. <laughs> <laughs> Baba said they be Shaka Khan and all over and everything. Yeah. 
Ooh, instead of this thing, sit the chickens inside their Bibles and all kind of crazy. Yeah, I know. Now, no, now I, 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 I say this. I, I don't play it, but let me just say, if I do decide to play and I hit, mm-hmm. service is going to be high that day. When I say come in, when I say come in the doors of the church with a praise in your feet. That's a shame. Yeah. I'm going to have my shout track playing when I walk in the door. You know, when you give your tie to the church. Oh, yeah, you of course. You're going to march it down with the music. You ain't going to do like them, them ghetto weddings. You know, you, you break it down and, and back it up. You ain't gonna do nothing. Just gonna come on. No, down. I'm gonna shout all the way down the aisle. I'm talking about. I'm gonna well, look in a nice pair of shoes. Matter of fact, I'm gonna have on my shower shoes. Gonna I'm gonna have my pants leg pulled. I'm gonna have my pants leg pulled up. Yeah, I'm gonna have my pants leg pulled up. You know. Well, you might be gonna wear some large elephant pants because you know you kind of wide, and you know you ain't gonna knock on knock me out with all that material. So, so, and I, I, I go to, I go to my pastor. I say, here is my tie, and here goes a little bit extra for for such an awful sin that I committed. Now, excuse me while I tear this place up some more. <laughs> Dr. Philip Deuce in the house What's going on, Gator Man? What's happening, y'all? It's all, it's all beautiful, y'all It's all beautiful I'm late today, y'all Forgive me, y'all Forgive me Bishop I'm not doing it Everybody standing Everybody standing The bishop has entered, to, entered the room Everybody standing That's right Everybody, everybody. And he's entered into Please my stay. court And my court <laughs> said he late Mm-hmm <laughs> Um, forgive me. You don't come on down late, man. You don't do it. You don't do that. You don't do that. You don't ask the Lord for your forgiveness because you don't do that. People waiting on you. The list is listening in. The the people packed on the the air thing. And here you is coming in late. We're not going to have that. Excuse us, listeners. Excuse us. Forgive me, baby. Let your mercy Mm. flow, Sister Peppercorn. Let it flow. Let it flow. (laughs) <laughs> well, right now, let me tell you. I say, let me tell you, we going on with the uh, with the broadcast. Uh, Mr. D is getting ready to uh, give us a little bit of the um, whatever he want to call it, gospel news. See, that's what he called it. So go ahead and do what you're going to do. There's some shade being thrown here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to call this uh, this article "No Shacking Allowed." This church married twenty four cohabiting cohabit, uh, cohabiting couples. Somebody got something going on in the background. Right okay, this church married twenty four cohabiting couples for free at a mass wedding. A few weeks ago, a Dallas church held its fourth grand wedding. The idea is simple. If cohabiting couples in the church take part in a 90-day program and go to 11 weeks of marriage counseling from the church, then they will get to take part in the wedding for free and receive... Okay, Mr. Uh, D, it is some, I'm sorry for the technical difficulties, but um, uh, Dr. Dukes... It's me. I'm in an isolated room. Well, we here to here to. Uh, uh, we we need you out. Oh, I'm in. Wait, hold on. I'm in an isolated room. Uh, you better get in the isolated headphones. Praise be to God. Let me Praise be to God. How's that? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the isolated. I'm in the isolated. Okay, room. go ahead, Minister D, Minister D. Thank you so much. God bless you. Okay. Mm-hmm. A few weeks ago, a Dallas church held its fourth grand. The idea is simple. If cohabiting couples in the church take part in a 90-day program and go to 11 weeks of marriage counseling church, then they will get to take part in a wedding for free and receive uh, mentorship from a married couple in the church for a year. 
Now, the wedding includes a hairstylist, music, and everything you expect from a ceremony. Uh, the pastor who created the uh, the idea, he said it, he, it helps us to model the gospel because the gospel is redemptive. He went on to say it's not just about us calling out a struggle that people may have, but let's talk about how I can move from where I was to move from where I was to the place God to the place where God is honored. Now, since he first launched the challenge, 81 couples have taken part, and and the church will even pay rent of the couples who decide they aren't ready to get married. Where were they when I got married? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Sure enough. Yeah, well, that's why I want no poor thing. Poor Miss Poor Miss Poor Miss Sugar. All I gotta do to go to now, I mean not really. Think about it. Let let's 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 be transparent here. How many of us would have actually taken taken this option of going to being transparent with somebody that you don't know saying, Hey, I want to marry this person. I want to be with this person for the rest of my life. But I need to see if I'm ready first. Because most of us won't do this. And we and, and I'm talking about y'all say you sanctified. Not me. Not me. I'm out. I'm out. I'm in. Me, you in. I think it all depends. No, I don't think I would have. Because I already had my mind made up. About what I was gonna do, and that well, was gonna change me. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah, so you're looking at different. That's why I was asking for your perspective. You know, my thought yeah. is, okay, I say I'm gonna be with this person, and and let's just tell it not like it is. Most of us think we already know everything anyway. You know, so why are we gonna go to somebody and tell them and tell us what we need to what we need to do or what we need to know. And all this stuff, but the reality is, you get into the thing, you find out some stuff that you probably, if you wouldn't have sat and talked to somebody, you probably would have gotten some insight on it before you got into it. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. You that's know, because you know, it's some stuff. I mean, I, I was, we went to counseling and all this stuff, and. You know, I listen to my uncles, I listen to my granddad, and, you know, they tell you all stuff, like, son, this, 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 and this, and this, and this. And out of all that counseling I got, I remember one line out of all of that. He says, son, if she ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And that's all I remember. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know this. Matters. And you know this, but... Uh, uh, you might want to uh, tell a lot of other men that too. Yeah, and see that's that's the preach to this day. This trying to tell you, the preach to this day. Yeah, that's right. Cause that's true. That's true. I tell Reverend Price told me this. Um, he said uh, I didn't take a marriage counseling, I, and I, I I advise it, but I didn't. Me either. Uh, uh, I, I, I got married you. different. I got married when I met. Well, I had been married four times before I met my wife. I had two public ceremonies and two private. I married for all the wrong reasons. But when I married my wife, I was doing praise and worship, and she walked in church. But I had prayed before that. I said, God, I'm not going to choose another woman. And when she walked in, um, she God spoke to me. Said that she go right there. Um, and I and, and uh, I knew it was her. I had never believed, I've never ever believed in love at first sight. I believe in love after good sex and love after you give me some Whoa, money. Oh, yeah. say it well. Don't do it. That's what I believed. But with her, it was truly love at first sight. And um, and uh, when, I, when I was getting married, Pastor Payne, Reverend Price told me this, and this is what I live by to this very day. He said, when your wife is not giving you what you want or need. You give oh. her what she wants and needs. Oh. Mm. What kind of what kind so, of that? So basically, <laughs> so basically, you in church and she walked in and Stevie Wonder went started playing over the playing, didn't it? I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> 
It was love at first sight. It would have so, mattered. Go ahead. So you said it, it, you got married for the wrong reasons in your other marriages. So now, yeah. do you think if you'd have went to counseling, would you have still made that mistake? I wouldn't have went to counseling because that was not my personality. My personality okay. then was uh, when I make my mind up, that's the end of it. That's it. That's, and that's, most that's, of, that's it. it. Right or wrong. Hell or high water. Yeah, now, I'm not like sense. that. and I'm, I've changed over the years, but that was one of my strengths. But I I had um, I had to learn over the years that uh, I need to take counseling and a lot of different things. And I do that now. But one of my strengths is I'm either in or out. So I applied that across right. the board. And whatever I do, when I saw her and God say, that's her, that was the end of the question. I wouldn't care if okay. she had 22 children. I was married. Wow, 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 wow. Just don't tell she said, that's her. Tell her. Back. Tell the world. That's her. And we've been married 27 years. I'm going to play. I'm going to play that song. Mm. Well, y'all, got, you got, even though I still don't quite understand what the gospel news was today, I didn't either. I was trying to figure out. What, what, what do you say it was? <laughs> it was <laughs> called No Shacking Allowed. Yes, right. Tell the world. <laughs> so, so get married to the popcorn time you get married. In the house right here on Gloria Scott Society. What is going on today? I don't understand.
saying that Eurocentric society brought civilization on the planet, and that's a lie. There were never at any time any uncivilized people. There may have been some brutal people, but they were always civilized. So our Black History Moment today is remember this. Your culture and everything about you that you learn in America has been tainted to make you feel inferior on every level. But when you read the Bible and you study, know that God has already placed you in a position of responsibility, not prominence, but responsibility to speak truth and gave us the responsibility to be the ones, uh, I'll put it like this, we are the progenitors of the human race. And every human being came out of a black person. So that's an awesome responsibility to teach as we unify people. And that's your black history for the month, for the day. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. All righty then. Did you understand that, Sister Vanders? Did you understand that? Woo, 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 woo. I understood it. Applause, 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 applause. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with him. I did him. I agree with him. I agree with him. I agree with him. I just don't know what he said, but I agree with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know what he said? <laughs> you couldn't hear him? Yeah, that's just like when people go to church, we're like, did he pray? Yeah, he showed he prayed. What did he say? I don't know what he said, but he prayed. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> well, I know what he said. He was talking, he was telling, he was telling you a little bit about how he that taught these kids and what, you know, and and asking about black people. Now, the only part that I'm I'm kind of wondering about is the part where you say uh, there was no civilized, there was never no uncivilized people. There were never any civilized people on the planet. That's something we were taught that's not true. All people had civilization. Uh, right, even in even in Africa, because see, they what they they try to do is even like on television and even back in the day with tars and pictures and all that craziness, uh, is to make it seem like black people were just wild. They didn't they didn't know. There you go. You nothing about nothing. Right. That's what I'm saying. Just why they didn't know anything about anything that was civilized or set in order or anything like that. So they try to. But even in African, you know, uh, Africa and in different tribes, it was. It was still order and, 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 and authority and Always. power and you know so they, they just didn't Always. you know they, nah, they didn't understand y'all it. Y'all just a y'all just a bunch of wild folks hollering ooga booga with a big bone in it. Yeah, them. right, That's right. But see, we, but the, but that wild people, the, the, what they call wild, the ooga booga, they know what ooga booga meant. They just yeah. didn't know. And right, see, okay. and I just let me drop this on y'all. Go ahead, man. Where they go out in the wilderness and try to live by nature. Well, black mm-hmm. people been, was doing that and still do that in Africa, and they don't. They never accepted that as a way of life because they were living by nature and not by things. The most important thing to people who are, who are living in the bush were animals and cows and not gold and silver. That's a Eurocentric uh-huh. kind of thing that they put over people. This is why black people lavish themselves with gold and all that kind of thing because you can't eat gold. Their economy in, 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 in ancient Africa was not built on gold. They traded the gold, but their economies, when you actually study it, was built on uh, agriculture, animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now we get mm-hmm. our gold and go put it on all our teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, they did that too. <laughs> They put in their nose and everywhere, but uh, that's right. That's just something that's, our, that's, that's, that to us it just seems like something that cannot be taken or, or devoured or or it can't or melt away. It can't be destroyed. It can't, you know. And, I, and that's that's where I feel like like people, mm-hmm. you know, felt about gold. It, it couldn't be tainted. You couldn't, you know, what I'm saying. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, you know. They call gold I love saying the, uh, the the material of God because it, it was durable, right. and shiny, durable, right? That's what I'm trying to get the words out. You're right, but it wasn't valued like how we value it today, where it's your everything. 
You know, you because you can't eat <laughs> no. none. No, can't well, eat to it, me, still got... yeah. Maybe I'm looking at this wrong. I'm sorry, y'all. But, you know, you got these folks hey, putting you, all this gold hey, in, in their mouth. They're putting all this gold in their mouth and they eating all this nasty food. To me, that's just tainting the gold. <laughs> there you, you know, no, you're putting a no. whole grill in there. You eat, this is what I'm doing. You eat chicken wings. You, you eat chicken wings. You just don't understand or something. Goodness, Jesus. I mean, think about what? it. No. You got this big old grill in your mouth covering, you know, 18, 19, 20 teeth, and you eating wings and fries and you know, so to me, that's just not keeping your goal appropriately. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think I'm going to get me a okay. gold grill. You just gave me an idea. <laughs> I'm going to get me a okay. grill. And, get and, right and, and put Bishop on it. Put Bishop on it. Let's get back to the Let me go to Inspiration Corner because y'all want to cut up today. And I tell you, I'm going to do a little inspiration. I want to talk about faith. Cause boy, we don't have no, oh, we ain't right. got no Jesus, we ain't got no God, we in trouble. We we is truly, truly in trouble. <laughs> that plenty of gold. This is Evangelist Global Pope in the house. I want to just go over a little something, something with you all in regards to where's your faith? Christians, where's your faith? Why don't we have faith when we serve a humongous God that has everything? And that's a serious problem right there. And it's a serious problem of unbelief that we have. And I'm saying we because I, I, I'm, I'm a culprit also. Uh, you know, I've been there. I mean, I've, I'm doing much better. And I'm just going to throw it out there. Sometimes we say things out of our mouth and make us think, well, we're, you, know, you know, where's God in our situations? And, you know, because He he's not right up on it, as, as we think, uh, and he's not present or you can't see him or whatever, that it's not, nothing is being done about the situation. But few, few devoted Christians would think of themselves as having unbelief, you know, for, for years. I mean, for years we battled with, you know, with something that Jesus said and, and did, when the Son of Man come, shall he find faith on this earth? You know, that was the question that Jesus wanted to know in Luke. The question implies a lack of faith, not just on the earth, but among God's people. So why would Jesus even say that? I mean, faith is one of the most talked about subjects in our churches today. Preachers emphasize it, and there's a flood of books about it. Great works are being done, huge projects undertaken, all the name of faith, all in the name of faith. So what is Jesus telling us by asking that question? When the trumpet finally sounds, will he find faith at all? That's all he asks, and that's what he's, he's trying to say. When we find a clue, and in, in, in we find this clue about all of this in Hebrews 3rd chapter 12 verse, he says, take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. So what was he saying right there? Does anybody know? Can anybody answer that question? Now, I believe he's saying, watch your step. Buddies, watch your step. Make sure there's no evil unbelief lying around that will trip you up and throw you off course, <clears throat> diverting you from the living God. Now that's what I think he's saying. Don't let it be. What chapter? What chapter is that again? That's Hebrews third, third chapter, twelfth verse. The twelfth verse. So in that text, if you go back and you read uh, the the prior ones before it, that's written to the Hebrews, basically, uh, because they were claiming many of them were coming to Christ, but you had the mm-hmm. other 
uh, Hebrews trying to pull them back under the law. And God was speaking to them about sacrifice, uh, animal sacrifice, the Levitical law, and all of that was over with. Was over with. That's why you have that type of language in the book of Hebrews, because that's uh, in particular written to them coming out of the law, coming into the new covenant with different rules and regulations. And God was speaking to them, saying, now don't, don't depart from God. Because this is what I've been prophesied. And someone was going back under the law, wanted to go back under the law, and people were drawing them to people back under the law. And sometimes people will use that verse for Christians. That, that applies to us. It's when God is speaking to us about doing good works and believing what he says and trusting his word as we are functioning. And then we go to leaning on other stuff. And they'll try to take that verse and apply it to your salvation. It has nothing to do with our salvation, but it has something to do with theirs, though. Because someone, God right. was speaking to them about yeah. coming coming to him. Someone was saying, no, man. That's why I think in the other verse you read, he says, now, uh, if we neglect such a great salvation, you know, there's nothing left for you. So that so departing from uh, the faith, and not, when he find faith in the earth, that's what he's actually talking about. Because remember, oh, oh, this is just in my mind. Remember, in the last days, there are going to be 144,000 Jews from every tribe preaching in the earth. Right. I'm going to get to that. Comes to I'm going to get to that. Huh? So, I'm going to skim all of that in a minute. I'm going to bring you to it. I'm going to bring you there. Okay? Because what you're saying is true. And for as long as it, it, it's still God today, keep it. It, what it was saying also to keep each other on your toes so the sin doesn't even that, slow you down. Right. So your right. reflexes down. And if we can only keep our grip on the sure thing we started out with, we're That's in right. this with Christ for the long haul, baby. We're gonna we gonna be right there with it. So that that was just something I was throwing out there. It happens through all of our doubts about God's faithfulness. That's where it comes from. What you, you mean to we, you don't ever have any doubt? Yeah. <laughs> and I say it happens we through our doubts. That's, That's what I just said. That's right. I'm you non-believer, you. Yeah, I mean, I just I threw it out there. I said, I'm, I'm one of the culprits. Right. I said that. Didn't I say that? And if, we, are, if, we, allow, if we allow even small seeds of unbelief to grow in our heart, we'll end up in a sorrowful condition. This passage, what we're just See. talking about, is warning us to be on guard and don't allow any unbelief to take root. At times, See. the Lord... See, May seem distant to you, but don't let the heart depart from the reality of His faithfulness. That's what I'm saying. Now, what you saying? Well, I'm getting ready to sound like some of these. I'm getting ready to sound like some of these judgmental folks. See, I knew it. I knew it. See, all that tongue talking and hickamos sign, all that kind of stuff you do, and you really don't believe. I knew it. Oh no, 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 no! We didn't say nothing about I don't believe. We all have doubts. We all have doubts, and I'm not just talking about me. I'm talking about everybody in this earth have doubts. We ain't talking about atheists. We talking about the Christians. We talking about Christians that don't that got this this lukewarm faith that God can't stand and and you say he'll spew out of his mouth. That's what I'm talking about. That kind of Wish I, don't, I don't have no doubt. But we, we get no through, through the Holy Spirit. We're going to continue. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. We got this. Unbelief is the yes. sin that, that just pisses God off, though. I'm going to throw piss out there. Yeah, I said it. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that spew out your mouth actually means? It's, it, it, and King James says spew out your mouth, but he said, he said, you make me so sick, I want to vomit. That's mm. a more literal huh? translation yeah. of that word. It aspirates of that, of that God. It aspirates God. Yeah. He don't That's like, like that. that. That's it aspirates That's right. him. Word and, there, and y'all remember you, back in Exodus, back in the 17th, behind the 17th, 18th chapter, somewhere up in there, Israel arrived, and when they was went out into the wilderness, which was called sin, uh-huh, there was no water uh-huh. in sight, and the people was angry at Moses, telling him to give us some water that we can have something to drink. And they treated God's anointed as if he was a personal miracle worker. He he was the God. He was the one supposed to work the miracles and do the stuff. Mm-hmm. He just, every time something didn't go their way, they they looked at Moses. They want to beat him down. 
And no one even took the time. Now, after all God has already showed them, brought them out of Egypt, walked them through the Red Sea on dry land. All he has showed them, nobody turned around when they needed their water and said, Lord, could you send us some uh-huh. water? You know, agree with Moses. Nobody went into prayer. Nobody said, Lord, you, Lord, I know you're able because you did. When you let water through the Red Sea, you know. Didn't none of us say that. Nobody said, look, God has uh-huh. worked many water miracles for us. And, and the Red to your sea point. And delivered us from Pharaoh, and he sweetened the bitter water from Marah. Surely he, gonna, he can give us some drinking well, water right now. Nobody said that. Though. Nobody. Yeah. And you know the you, rest of the you, story, you kinda, the rest of the craziness. But you, you know, kind of alluded to what I was getting ready to say. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, oh, but God, it, it, it aspirated him. It, it made him man. Why? He was so mad. He even called the place where they was where the water. They was begging for the water. Master. You know, you remember we, we, when we walk around, we talking about, Master, is we sick today? <laughs> <laughs> Is we yeah, sick today? Wait, 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 yeah, master. Wait, wait. <laughs> and when I read that, I thought that's what it came to my mind when I read that. That's some crazy. But that's what I thought about anyway. He called his master, which means Django, which which means provocation as well as aspiration. He was aspirated. He was fed up. He was irritated. He was mad. God was mad. Right. He said, "You totally yeah. aspirate me for your unbelief." Now, I understand God, the Lord wasn't just slightly grieved. He, he, he was aspirated, and he, and he pointed out his end. He, he was hot, what we call 38. Yet, 38 <clears> hot. provoked merely by the people complaint. It really wasn't all about the complaints and all that crazy. It, it just was, you know, that they just did not believe and trust in him and have faith. Because they were hollering, well, God is with us where he at. Where's the water? We don't Look, see no even with his track right now. He ain't got no power now. Yo, that's your God. You said your God was going to do it. Right. Your God was going to do it. Is the Lord dead or is he alive? You know, it, that was the kind of stuff that was pissing them off. And then, then we got people like uh, like of today. They lukewarm. They'll say some stuff like, oh, my God. Well, you know, God, you could have gave them a little water right then. You know that would have made them, you know, you know, come up with all these excuses as to why God should do a certain thing. And they, they, they poor, poor Israel. All they wanted was some water. They was crying, the children <laughs> crying, everybody parched. You know, they you could have gave them a little water. Ain't nothing but, you know, you know. But who, who was complaining? They couldn't get no water for their children. I mean, if it was but me, I would have the issue wasn't the lack of the water. Yeah, but it wasn't the lack of the water that was the issue. Nor was it God was holding back the blessings from the people. He he just had given Israel all the water they needed from a rock. Now, that's before they got to this place here. Mm-hmm. No, God was aspirated for the very, a very good cause. And we find that reason later on in, in Scripture. But my thing is, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. And that's a limitation. God is an awesome God. He just he just he people just can't imagine why God would be aspirated with people and they, they were blaming him for his lack of water, demanding why hasn't the Lord answered our prayers? Yet all along they turned to foreign gods. Now they, they don't forget that God knows all. See they forgot all that. <clears throat> They hardly uh-huh. scream, they talking about this and that and that. But they still got little idols tucked off away up under the rock, just in case God don't do what he say he's going to do. That's right. They and got little Moloch. Uh-huh. Little Moloch and and the star the star god or the, what that star god, Rimfin, Rimfin figures. They worshiping them and just yeah, in case oh, God true. don't do what he say he going to do. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just thought about a good business. Make you a God dot com. <laughs> oh, you trying to make some money now? You need to. You need to go ahead yeah. and uh, and uh, lock that one down because somebody will steal that one, bro. Make, make you a God dot com. Mm. We can make you him know, do whatever you is, want. I see this gonna be a part two because see, I, I got to get this across. <laughs> I'm tired of people. Whining and That's complaining right. with disbelief. I am. I'm. I'm. I'm fed up on it. But you know why they're like that. Do you believe that? in you know God or do you not? That. 
but but you know why they do that? Mister D hit it right on the head because and you and you dealt with it because you there is the enemy fights with them and gets them off to, from seeing that God had a track record with you when He started. He never deals with blind faith. God never deals with blind faith. He does stuff for you and to you. Then when you get to a point, he says, I want you to work. I think the word there is pistos. Uh, trust me. Rely on me. And you get to some point that you, you think, oh, this is so bad. I can't trust him. I got to lean on something else. And God's saying, look back there. Remember where I lost you from. Mm-hmm. Something happens. Mm-hmm. You know, the enemy gets to you or you find out that you ain't what you said to One or the other. Then he still got to help you. If you get a child, he's gonna help you. Yeah, yeah. You see, yeah, and but my thing is a lot of people we complain and we have doubt and we do all this and then we when we want something we go before him but we don't forget we ain't ain't not one time ask God to forgive us for any of the mess we done done. Now just like I was saying, they got it was hollering about water but they had they had been seeking other gods in the meantime, mm-hmm. just in case God didn't come mm-hmm. forth. See, he sees all things. And things we we think we done got by with, like he don't see it. All the little hidden things, Uh like he don't see it. So we're going to do a part two of this because I I, I like that. This is good. This is good. We got to do a part two. I got to do it. I got to come to an end on this here so we can know how to to, to come out of our unbelief and believe and have faith. That's That's the whole thing. That's right. Faith. If God say something, I, I, you can yeah. pay, you can take it to the bank. You, 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 you take it, your best friend can tell you something, and you say, I know her. I know her. She ain't going to do that. No, no, no. She ain't going to do that. Or he ain't going to do that. I know that for a fact. But God done done all. You're breathing right now. You are walking, talking. Mm-hmm. Stepped out of bed this morning, living. Mm-hmm. And you doubt God. You doubt anything he has said, something he has said. You will doubt it in a minute. Just because you don't get your way. All he done done for you. All he done done for you. So, we're going to have part two of this, I'm telling y'all, next week. Same time, same place, right here on Glory to God for Y'all bring it right back here, right back, Chimp. We're going out on Jehovah Shaman, Glory right. in the house. And we're going to say thank you. God bless you. See you back here next week. Y'all say goodbye. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And we are out. Yeah, that's what we thought. That's what I thought. Check this out. You don't know what you have done. I've been and died about all life, my life. You haven't been around me lately. You left me high and dry. And I know you care nothing about me. But I know one who'll never be my child. He won't let me like it. He'll never leave or forsake me. No, Jehovah he won't do what you do. No, 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 no way. Jehovah he won't leave me like it. He'll never leave or forsake me. No, Jehovah he won't do what you do. No, 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 no,